here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Alright everyone, welcome to this week's edition of the New Japan PuroCast, your weekly audio source for all things in the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling. My name is Colin Miller, being joined alongside Mr. Damon McDonald. It is Sunday, June 19th, Father's Day, and we just wrapped up a historic pay-per-view Dominion live from Osaka Joe Hall in front of a crowd of 9,925. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I look forward to shows like this. So this is what we're in for, kids. Strap in, because when I get text messages, when I ask I ask uh, Colin, you know, if he's ready to, to hop in and hit that record button a little bit early, sometimes uh, we can, sometimes we can't. Uh, let me. Can I? Can I go? Can I go text for text on this, Colin? Would, would you? Would you allow me the, the permission to read off your responses? Sure. Go ahead. Excellent. So I ask, Hey, Colin, can you go early? And then of course I give a little, you know, a little masturbatory joke in there, right? Always. I, you know, stop jerking off; it'll fall off. Uh, and then he types back, "This is Colin. Just finished. I'm not sure if he just finished jerking off, but okay. <laughs> just finished, and I'm infuriated. I'm infuriated, right? So I say, Ha! It's a good time for me to take you to school. Let me know when you're ready. And then he texts back, Colin, correct me if I'm wrong. No, this was inexcusable. Inexcusable. Then, setting up right now, setting up the equipment for us to record our lovely podcast, I'm like a hornet. <laughs> oh, I fucking love it. This is going to be a great show, everybody. Because you know me, I'm the guy with the stick. And I'm poking the fucking hornet's nest like it's a pinata. He's the hornet. This is going to be great. <laughs> Look, we saw a match of the year candidate in the main event. However, I did not expect that finish. I don't know if any of our listeners did. And I'm a little perplexed over the outcome. Why would you not at least expect that in some fashion, Colin, because it's it's Okada. How many times have I said Okada is the face of the company? And no matter how hot Naito might appear to be to Western eyes and even Japanese eyes, he's not the top guy. How many times have I said that? He's, he's in the top four. Is he? He has to be. Why? Well, who would you say the top four performers in New Japan Pro Wrestling whoa, whoa, are whoa, currently? Whoa, 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 whoa. Performers or pecking order? 
Because there's a difference. Let's say pecking order. Okay. There is a difference. Now, Naicho was given the belt. Let's, let's, let's make sure we're clear on this. He was giving the heavyweight championship, the most prestigious title in Japanese pro wrestling and arguably in the, the genre of pro wrestling. Okay? Right? He was given that. How many other people have had that title? AJ. Tanahashi. Okada. I mean, in the past five years, that's, that's saying something. That's, that's saying something. So it's not like they're burying Naito. Now, to answer your question, who's above him? Okada is, right? Certainly. He's, he's 24 years old. Would you like me to give you my pecking order? Can I do that? Yeah. Here is the pecking order that I see currently in New Japan Pro Wrestling with the departure of AJ and Nakamura. So you have Tanahashi. He's still number one. Kazuchika Okada, number two. Okay. Number three, Tetsuya Naito. And number four, Kenny Omega. Okay. And, th- and that's that is fair. the pecking order as I see it, as Colin Miller sees it. Okay. And, th- and that's fair. But guess what? Two just beat three. Indeed. <laughs> right? So I don't understand where this, 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 this idea of, oh, my God, how could they do this to Naito and, 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 and he's the hottest thing in the, in the world right now. Okay, I get that. But there is a pecking fucking order. But here's the thing. I feel like I misread the story for the, the entire rest of the year because I tried to think about this logically. You know how every year when people do their little fantasy bookings for the G1 and they always make the mistake of not thinking about it logically. And I thought, well, the the obvious story that they're going for here is Naito is going to beat Okada clean as a sheet at Dominion. And then we're going to have the story of uh, Okada's redemption. He wins the G1 Climax for the uh, third time. And that's your Wrestle Kingdom 11 main event. I thought that that was clear as day, clear as crystal. I thought that that was a path that they absolutely could take. And I thought that, and I think many people did too, that that was the path it was going to happen. We were wrong. But how many times has that happened before where we've been thrown a curveball? How great is it that we were thrown a curveball? Who knows what's going to happen now? Because for Christ's sake, how predictable would it have been if, if everything went along with exactly the way that we wanted it to go along? You're right. That would have been predictable. However... I think that there's still a chance that Okada could win the G1 Climax this year. There is. There, there absolutely is. And if he does, oh, boy. What? What, what, what is wrong with, Oka- with Okada, who is arguably the, the best pro wrestler that there is in the business right now, winning the G1? Like, what? I don't understand what the pro- – and, 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 again, I want to make something perfectly clear here. And, and I've said it before. I'll say it again. G1 is not there to make new stars. It's not what it's there for. It's to build for the best possible main event at Wrestle Kingdom. Sure, which is what we saw last year. And year before that. Right, but I, I, I guess I'm just baffled at the, the fact that this, uh, the rest of the year isn't going to go down this um, straight 
and narrow path like I thought it was going to. But that's but good. You're right. It is good. It is exciting now. But I, I, I'll, I will say this: if Okada does end up winning the G1 Climax this year, then then what was all of this for? Then the, then there were no surprises. Wait, but but, but Colin, well, I don't know. I don't. This know was a surprise. Okay. There has to be a payoff to this surprise. What, and that payoff, at least in this guy's mind, is somebody different winning this year's G1 Climax. Not a cool. Tanahashi, not an Okada. Okay, but let me ask you this. How about Naito? He's won it before? He has, but this is a different Naito. Okay, so, but, but what I'm saying is, is that he's won it before. So he could absolutely win it again. That, that nobody's saying that he's. I don't know what you're upset about. Like, are you upset that like you, this plan that you were comfortable with and and okay with isn't coming to pass exactly the way that you wanted it to? Like, what exactly are you upset about? I'm upset that my guy didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's what I'm upset about, Damon. Okay? okay, that's that's fair. That's okay. I was but- all aboard the Naito hype train, and I, I I've been since last summer. I know do you, you have. Do you realize that when we first st- started recording this humble little podcast of ours, I was the first one to say, "Man, this this Naito gimmick, you know, it, it this this is going to be something cool." Yep. While while you were like, hmm, I, "I yeah. don't know, Colin, this is I don't get it." Yep. Yeah, absolutely and right. Sure enough, I I was right. Right, but and and again, I'm not doubting the fact that that Naito is arguably the hottest commodity. In pro wrestling, I'm not doubting the fact that Los Ingobernables has taken off more than I even expected it to, and more than a lot of people did, probably even including New Japan Pro Wrestling, right? And they gave him the belt, they gave him the title, but for two months, not even. When did he win the belt in May? Yeah, okay, I understand that. What? What? Like for one month. Colin, it's not like he's not going to ever have the belt again. It's not like he's doing fucking six-mans with, with Nakanishi. <laughs> well, maybe we should see that. I, I mean, <laughs> maybe, maybe, that's, maybe that's where this is going. I don't think it is. I mean, come on. I, I mean, he lost the belt, the title, whatever we want to call it. Uh, it's not a big deal. Like, is, is it is it really is it you are you really heartbroken that he lost the title he did win it in April by the way it was April 10th that invasion attack I apologize um no I'm not that heartbroken look this like I said at the top of the broadcast here this was an absolute match of the year candidate it definitely threw me for a loop and I'm glad that uh we didn't see any shenanigans in this match limited shenanigans right no, no shenanigans yeah I mean they 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 took him out you know, before you know the the match really got started, everybody you know agreed that let's make it a singles match with uh, anti shenanigans, which was pleasant, right? That was great. That was one of our big concerns, right? It was a big spot. It was it was it, again. I I I don't want to harp on it, but so Damon, you you have to understand something about me. I get myself so emotionally invested in wrestling and movies and music that I almost go into an alternate reality where this shit is real. This <laughs> oh, this no. is Oh no. <laughs> Don't start crying on a bleachers <laughs> and gaining two hundred pounds. <laughs> At least. Right. 
poor guy. And this is, I'll be honest with you, I'll, I'll admit it, this is a case of me being a mark and being upset that my guy lost. Okay, but here's the good news. Your guy is still high on that pecking order. Your guy still is in the mix. Your guy still has a great chance of winning G1. Your guy, if, if, if you put a gun to my head and said, who's headlining Wrestle Kingdom this, this coming January, I won't be surprised if, if Naito is in that mix. Again, did Los Ingobernables get a little bit of a beating, this Dominion? Yep. A lot of guys lost clean as a sheet. Which right? I'm happy about, actually. Okay, there you go. And Naito being one of them with how many Rainmakers? Like four Rainmakers? Another, four. The motherfucker kicked out of a Rainmaker, Colin. He did. I, th- I thought it was over as soon as Me Okada too. hit the Rainmaker. Me too. Look, he kicked. how many other people have kicked out of a fucking Rainmaker? I can maybe count them on one hand. You can, and it's one finger. His name is Hiroshi Tanahashi. Yep. So, again, like people who are like wet in their pants over the fact that Naito lost the belt. Okay, was it a quickie do? Yep. But there's another guy that we could say the same thing just this last year, and his name is Kushida, where we said, "What the fuck's up with the start stop title runs?" And they keep switching. Okay, I, I understand it. Okay. That was a little different, was it? Yes, there's a difference between Kushida then and Naito, the hottest guy in the promotion now. Again, okay, if he's the hottest guy in the promotion, does he need the belt? Well, maybe not. I mean, I'm not saying it, but again, I'm kind of talking myself out of that argument because you're giving it to fucking Okada, who doesn't necessarily need the belt either. My point being is this. Real, tranquilo, right? Huh? Tranquilo. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Tranquilo. Your guy is not buried. Your guy is not, you know, he's not doing jobs in Nakanishi. Okada supermaned him and buried him. <laughs> but he, he put, look at him, he put a, a fucking exclamation point on that, didn't he? That, that was a little bit of an exclamation point. Of, it certainly was. We're, we were giving you, you're eating for these motherfuckers. Yeah, that was a little bit of an exclamation point. Now, again, that that ties into with New Japan brass at ringside, right? And the handshake and all of that. So, yeah, there's there's plenty more. The year has we're halfway through it, Colin. Tranquilo, tranquilo, tranquilo. Here's one thing I will say, and this goes back to the first Rainmaker that Okada hit. The one thing that New Japan Pro Wrestling does better than any promotion, any other professional wrestling promotion in the world, and we've talked about this before, is that they protect their finishers. Now, if I was watching WWE and this was like, you know, uh, let's say John Cena versus AJ Styles, okay? Let's say that. And John John Cena hits an FU. Well, I know that AJ's going to kick out of it. Right? Everybody knows he's going to kick out of it because finishers don't mean anything there. Right. There. I mean, but you, you, I will say this. There are other Japanese promotions that, that do a, a very good job of protecting finishers. But I get your point. Yes. Yeah, I'm absolutely. talking about this from a Western perspective. If, if AJ Styles hits a Styles Clash on Cena, well, we know he's kicking out. But when Okada hit that Rainmaker on Naito, I was shitting my pants because <laughs> I thought that was it. Yeah, well, me too. I, I you, you, you kind of slouching your couch a little bit, you know. You kind of just, all right, that's that, that's that match, and then he kicks out. That was that was pretty uh, pretty fucking amazing. Um, I jumped out of my seat. Oh, all right. 
Um, but okay, so so you're upset that the title change. You're upset with uh, the 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 booking decision to make that happen. Again, I'm saying, relax. It's okay. Relax. Not, go to it. Don't do it. Is what he's Frankie is saying, Colin. Uh, and you know what that song is about? Uh, is it about what I think it's about? It sure is, and I find it amazing that it's played like at like work settings and stuff, <laughs> like like on on like work safe radio or something like that. Or like we're gonna play the hits of the eighties. Here's Frankie goes to Hollywood with gay sex coming. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, might as well call it that because the, the whole I mean, shoot it in the right direction. We're not talking about streamers here, right? Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, but I'm just saying it is what it is. I mean, what other song you know is out there that's talking about? You know, flying loads. <laughs> that's what it's called. That's what it's. That's what he's singing about. I find that one hilarious. Well, I, and, and I'll, I'll tell you this. Go ahead. I saw them in concert. I. That, wh- why doesn't that surprise me? Saw Frankie goes to Hollywood in concert. Why doesn't that surprise me? They're fucking great. I've seen Megadeth in concert, so there you go. And what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like just... bands to talk about jacking it and <laughs> flying jizz. What do you want? All right, very good. Okay, well, we have got a huge show to talk about today. This this show was over four hours, and let's get right into it. It was long, wasn't it? It was a very long show, and at times, I will say this, it did feel like it was a very long show, but we had some great matches, at least one match of the year candidate, and we've got a lot to talk about, so let's get to it here. Uh, let's talk about this dark match, first of all. Uh, Jay White's swan song here in New Japan Pro Wrestling. This was a six-man tag featuring the team of Jay White, David Finley, and Juice Robinson taking on Hiroyoshi Tenzan, Satoshi Kojima, and Manubu Nakanishi. So we had the Young Lions versus the Old Timers here in a dark match. Yeah, and um, I mean, the, the finish aside, which, you know, in hindsight, I would have liked to have seen jay maybe not take the fall but again he's the one that's um going away so i guess it does make sense and and new japan is pretty notorious for doing stuff like that but uh so jay uh tapped right tapped on his way at the tenzan yep so tenzan hits a uranagi jay white kicks out of that and then uh tenzan cinches in the anaconda vice and jay white taps out and he cut a promo in uh very fluent japanese after the match Yes, uh, I, I didn't see a translation of that, um, but I'm, I'm assuming it's uh, thank you very much for my time, etc. Fuck et you guys. <laughs> I, I hated my time here. <laughs> I hate making $17,000 an hour or a year. Um, yeah, I mean, look, it, it, the match was what the, the match was. Um, I, I did like the end in, in the sense of the, the, uh, the oldsters recognizing Jay, giving him his time in the ring to cut that promo. That was a nice little send off and the uh again i've said it before and i'll say it again um there's going to be a huge gap in those opening matches uh, and we're going to be longing for those those jay white david finley matches um just as we have longed for um previous young lions that have been out on excursion this is uh there's a huge gap it's going to be noticeable um so just just pre- prepare yourselves for some dry as toast uh, young lions matches to kick off these shows from now on. Brace yourselves, Boston Brace. crabs are coming. <laughs> they certainly are. I could go for a good Boston crab right now. I'm starving. 
By the way, uh, did you see Jay White's first opponent in Ring of Honor? Uh, Kamitachi, right? Yeah. In Carolina. Trust me, I, I got out of the old Google Maps and was like, how long is it going to fucking take <laughs> me to drive down there? Um, yeah, and I'm seeing everybody posting pictures with Kamitachi. Ah, I got to get that. He looks like a cool dude. I don't know why. And, and again, I don't know why I would say this just looking at people's pictures. But he just seems like a really cool dude. I don't know why. Um, yeah, but I did see that. Uh, Jay White, Kama Itachi in Carolina. I can't wait that they get their ass up here in the Northeast so I can see that match. All righty. So now we get to the meat and potatoes here. The first match for Dominion. And uh, this match was a six-man tag featuring the team of Bad Luck Fale, Yujiro Takahashi, and Hangman Page <laughs> taking on Togi Makabe, Yoshitatsu, and Captain New Japan. Now, Damon, last week when we were doing our Dominion preview show, mm-hmm. I had the card up on the English New Japan Pro Wrestling website, and as I was reading the card uh, and I was reading this match... I thought that Hangman Page was just one of those weird Japanese to English, you know, Google uh, translation errors. But no, that is his gimmick. He is the Hangman. He is Hangman Page. Uh, Hangman Hangman Bobby Jaggers. Uh, (laughs) What? uh, First of all, you know, not for nothing. And again, I'm I'm nitpicking. I'm, I'm, I'm... I might be looking for things to to fucking hand wave, but first of all, if you're the fucking hangman, right? The least you could do is come to the ring with a decent rope. I, I think it was that thing was shit. Stan Hansen is 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 eye rolling this shit. Right? Yeah, that's a pretty shitty noose he's got. It was there. a terrible noose. He couldn't even get it on. Uh, was it Yoshitatsu? Yeah, Yoshitatsu. He couldn't even get it on him. <laughs> like the first spot, and he's like trying to wiggle this stupid noose on. Um, Oh, how bad is Fale now? How he just f- walks oh. out, you know, he's got the, you know, he's jiggling, he's, <laughs> well, he is. He is. Fat shaming again, Colin Miller. <laughs> I am not fat shaming. <laughs> uh, sounds like it to me. First Chase Owens, now Fale. Who's next, hey. me? You <laughs> well, I do that every week. <laughs> That's true. But <laughs> you are the literal elephant in the room. Oh, uh, you <laughs> fucker. Anyway, yeah, bad luck, Fale. Boy, what did he do in this match? He did a nerve hold, Colin. In, in 2016, <laughs> he started fucking grabbing the trapezius muscles. I was like, are you kidding me? That's that's your I'm out of gas spot? Ugh, and it wasn't fuck. even a spinning nerve hold. No, it was it was like the two hands on the shoulder blade squeeze. I was like, in 2016, we're whipping out this shit? Are you fucking kidding me? By the way, oh. did you notice during this match when Adam Page, or Hangman Page, I guess is what I'll call him now, he goes to do his, his shooting star spot off the apron, and the camera pans to Makabe and Fale fighting yeah. on the outside. You, like, know, you, you know he was like looking forward to it all weekend. Like, I'm going to hit that fucking shooting star press on the outside. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. I'm going to have that gift. Everyone's going to pop. Oh, my fucking family's watching this at home. And they missed it. <laughs> I was like, oh, What the sucks. fuck happened in the production truck? Who Whose decision was it as Adam Page is getting ready to hit his shooting star, the, uh, the director is like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> I think we need to cut to Makabe and Fale. 
you know, just because I, I guarantee it, the fucking producer had no idea it was coming, and they had no idea that that Adam Page could do such a thing. They, 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 trust me, when he they came out, everybody was like, "Who in the fuck is this guy?" I mean, we know him because we've seen him on the Ring of Honor, but trust me, ninety nine percent of that audience in Osaka was like, "Who is this jackoff?" Um, but here's the thing, though, even if he didn't know that that was his spot, that he was going to do a shooting star, he, you, you, you know. Even if you never saw Adam Page before, something was clearly coming there. He right. was obviously going to do a maneuver, whether it be a senton or whatever, from the apron. So why the fuck would you cut to Fale and Makabe on the outside? I'll give you that. That's but, the last you know thing what? I want to see. Yeah, well, That's true. what I see in my nightmares. <laughs> well, right, I give you that. Uh, well, listen, there was a lot of scuttlebutt at ringside. You know, we was smashing them through the crowd, which I fucking loathe, but okay. Um... Yeah, there, there were to me, and again, I don't want to be nitpicky, uh, uh, Damon here, but uh, it's it seemed to me like the production was a little off. They were missing a lot of stuff. There were a lot of like sh- like shaky cam bullshit things going on. I was like, what the? F- I know how you hate that. Well, yeah, it wasn't the intentional, you know, sh- you know, the zoom in, zoom out on a punch. It was more like they cut to a camera and the guy's trying to run to get into position, and all you see is the camera just shaking like it's an earthquake. Um. Yeah, they 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 dropped the ball on that one. I I actually felt sorry for him because because again I, I I sit there and I and I I, you know, I say it jokingly that he was all excited. You know he was like, oh, I'm gonna hit that fucking shooting star on the outside. I'm gonna pop the crowd, get over. <laughs> they missed it. Like, and the crowd did pop, but all you yeah. saw was Makabe and Fale. Yeah, yeah. Well, what a shame. Oh well. Uh. Well, again, this match was um. All, all about getting them over, right? Getting, them, yeah. getting, getting Takahashi and uh, Adam Page or Hangman Page uh, over. Yeah, getting them As prepared we'll for uh, something that you were just going to say that we'll see a little later on yeah. in the uh, show. Can you believe that? I, I, I'll, I'll save it. But <laughs> well, I, you know what? I'm a, I'm a, I have a, I have a positive spin on it. No, yeah. I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> All right, we'll get there. We'll yeah. Get there. So, right, so that with this match was shit, right? Yeah. If this match, agree. this match was just a nothing match. We saw Hangman Page hit like a uh, a reverse uh, pile driver on Captain New Japan to get the pinfall, and then uh, poor, poor Captain, you know, he hangs him out to dry with the noose over the ropes. Boy, he just that guy can't catch a break here. <laughs> Yeah, that did look pretty good, though, uh, Page. You know what? I will say this, you know, for all my, my bitching and moaning. Uh, I think Adam Page, first time in Japan that I'm aware of, if I'm, I'm not, first time for New Japan. Yes. He he worked his ass off. He tried. He did. You know what I mean? Like, he he tried. And I think this, this gimmick is shit, and this hangman bullshit. Whose that, idea I, was this? That's what I want to know. Hiroshi Tanahashi. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. No, I have no idea. Um... But yeah, it's garbage. And again, Bullet Club is a, just a just a, on life support. Um, it's almost like Cowboy Bret Hart. <laughs> yeah, um, from Casper, but, Wyoming. But Adam Page, uh, he did. He tr- at least it, he tried. You know, he, he. I will give him props for that. He tried. He tried to. Uh, I mean, all those people in that ring. There are some. There are some. There's some duds in that ring, but this match. What you? What would you give it? Would you give it a dud, or would you go uh, a star? Or I'm gonna go like two? I'm gonna go a, a star and a quarter. I have a star and a half. I have a star and a half written down. Star and a half. We're All on right. the same page. I right, see. We're on the same page, Colin. Yeah. For some things, we we will be on the same page here for this, but right. 
Boy. All right. Uh, second match here, another tag match featuring the team of uh, Tomohiro Ishii and Yoshihashi taking on Sonata and Bushi. First of all, why was Bushi dressed up as the gimp from Pulp Fiction? <laughs> can anyone can anyone answer me that? I don't know, but it was hot. I tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would like it. I loved it. My pants were down. Um, he look. comes out in a gimp mask. Yeah, yeah, with the zipper thing, yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't really pick up on that, Colin, but, you know. You, that was the first thing I picked up on. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it was. Yeah, your erection gave it away. Um, look, I, I think the biggest takeaway, first of all, I liked the match. I thought the match was a decent match. I thought it was a, a, a three-star at least, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. And how about Yoshihashi uh, picking up the win with the submission on Sonata? That was great. Hey, look, I, I you know what? A submission win? That's a big win. And somebody's listening to us, Colin Miller. Somebody's somebody's somebody put a bug in somebody's ear because who's been trumpeting Yoshihashi this whole year? It's been us. And it I, has I, been us. I haven't really heard much anybody else, you know, praising the the, the work that Yoshihashi's been doing. I heard Kevin Kelly mention it, uh, but not not much. And and we've been on that bandwagon for a little bit now. And again, last year he was the drizzling shits. We we it, he won. Least favorite, right? Did he win least favorite? I don't know if he won least favorite. I think that was captain. But I'll tell you this. I voted for him as least favorite. Look at him now. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you what. Keep an eye out on uh, Unsung Hero and Most Improved this year because I think you're going to see Yoshihashi in both of those categories. And again, Bushi could have been the one that tapped, but he wasn't. Sonata. I think right. that's significant. That's, that's, a, that's a significant win. For Yoshihashi, um, and, and then tapping out uh, in a big show in a big spot. Watch, watch G one, watch G one. I'm not saying that you now he's he's you know, when, he's not headlining. The finals are going to be Yoshihashi <laughs> and Shibata. Shibata I'm right. calling it right now. I forgot right, um, but that's a big win for Yoshihashi. I'm I'm actually happy for him. Here's what Yoshihashi needs. He just needs a fucking new look. His look is shit. Yeah, right? he needs to first of all lose the staff. Number one. Number one. Go ahead. Number two. Um, uh, get may- maybe a new color scheme. Uh, scheme. <laughs> yeah, he needs something. He needs a new haircut. Is what the fuck he needs. Yeah. He needs a new look. He needs, he needs a new coat of paint. He needs a makeover. He needs a makeover. Where's Queer Eye for the Straight Guy? Remember that show? Yeah, I do remember that show. show. I like that show. Did you? I, I, I never watched I it, but. Oh, I watched it all the time. I thought it was fucking great. Um, yeah, um, that's what he needs. He needs Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. That's what he needs. No, he doesn't need that. <laughs> he, needs little, he, he does need a new look, though. All right, so the next match was Evil versus Hiroki Goto. Now, here was my first thought when I saw that this match was next. I thought, boy, this is a long-ass show. Why didn't they just stick Goto with Yoshihashi and Ishii and Evil with uh, Los Ingobernables and just make that a six-man tag. But then it occurred to me. It occurred to me during this match. Okay, so we needed to... We wanted Yoshihashi to get a win, and we wanted Goto to get a win. And obviously, if it was a six-man tag, both of them couldn't get a win. So then I changed my tune, and I thought, you know what? Actually, this was a good thing, that they did kind of split this up into two separate matches. Now... When this started, I thought to myself, boy, this this really is a must-win situation here for uh, Mr. Hiroki Goto. 
Wouldn't you agree, Damon? Yeah. I mean, I, I you know, you had made mention that you, you're looking for a payoff. You're looking for a completion to a story. You're looking for, uh, you know, the payoff, if you will. You got two payoffs back to back of Los Ingobernables looking at the lights, right? Goto needed a win. He absolutely needed a win. He got the win. And I, this was a really good match, I thought. It could have been much better. It felt to me like they just went to the finish right when it was getting good. Yeah, like right, maybe a tad too short. I felt like it was. I mean, listen, they got a lot of shit they had to cram into this show. But I was, I was starting to really get into this match. I was really starting to feel it. And then the next thing you know, kabumo, there's a, there's a back of the head against somebody's knee, and, and we're going one, two, three. It was if I, I was hoping it would would have would have went a little bit more, but Goto needed that super clean win, a decisive win. Here's one thing about these Los Ingobernables matches too, Colin. No bullshit, very little bullshit, right? We didn't even see any mist. We didn't see a mist, right? I just thought about that. Yeah, we saw no bullshit. This was straight on matches, and that tag match that that Ishi. Uh, Yoshihashi Sanada Bushi match I thought was very good. Gave at three. Uh, go to an evil. I'm like three, three and three quarters, right? Three and a half, three and three quarters. I thought this was really good. Uh, I, but again, it was kind of shocking how clean and decisive. And this is the this is here's where the story ends on these losses. They were they were they were clean as sheets. Yeah, so uh, at the final moments of this match, we saw Evil go for his finisher, but Goto reverses it, headbutts him, hits an Ushi Kuroshi, and then the GTR finisher for the pinfall. So congratulations to Mr. Hiroki Goto for once again getting his groove back. <laughs> I like this match. This might have been my second, well, maybe not no. my second favorite. It was up there. Wow. It was up there. I really, really enjoyed, enjoyed it. Yeah, I really did. And and like I said, going into it, yeah, I mean, listen, we're, we're going to talk about a couple more matches here that probably beat this match. But I thought this was a, a real solid match, a real good effort. And, I mean, and I didn't really have a lot to, to go off of. But to this point, I thought it was the best match of the show. All right, so the next match was for the IWGP Junior Tag Team Championship, and it was a four-way elimination match featuring the champions, the Super High Flyers, Matt Seidel and Ricochet taking on Rapongi Vice, Red Dragon, and the Young Bucks. So last week, actually, um, we failed to mention that this was an elimination match. So that did give this, you know, at least a... Uh, little bit of a different spin because it feels it feels like we've seen this so many times but with that being said um i did enjoy this for what it was and boy i think we called it last week with uh the young bucks picking up the win here five times as they said a thousand times <laughs> yep five times um con i couldn't get this match i couldn't get it i couldn't feel it i couldn't I couldn't find its groove, so to speak. This match disappointed me the most of all the of all the matches. This one was probably gets the prize for biggest disappointment. Um, I'm not going to argue with that. I mean, it, I I enjoyed it for what it was, but am I going to go back and watch it? Probably not. You could say that for just about all of these in modern times, these junior tag matches. This, these titles mean nothing. 
these matches mean nothing. Are they good matches? Yes. This one wasn't particularly great. Uh, it was good. I thought it, it was absolutely meaningless to have Rapungi Vice and Red Dragon in this match. It was absolutely just meaningless. Like, their elimination, and again, both of them were eliminated getting tossed to the floor, um, which, again, is not uncommon in, in a lot of elimination or a lot, a lot of multi-man tags. Uh, in the past in New Japan, so that's not uncommon. It was just meaningless. It was like, it was like a battle royal, you know, in the beginning stages of a battle royal where they're just tossing people left and right. And it was like it doesn't mean anything, and then you get to the meat and potatoes of the match. That's exactly what this was, and that's a shame because those are two, you know, those four guys that just get got tossed to the kick to the curb. Are some of the, the fucking best workers in the company. In a company that has a lot of great workers, right? It was just meaningless. It was like, why were they even in the match? Why? What is this obsession? This fucking obsession with multi-team tag matches for these belts? It sucks. It doesn't mean anything. And 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 the Young Bucks and Ricochet and Seidel, they they once it was the ring was cleared and they were able to do shit. And here's another thing too with this elimination. It it took a, a lot of the of, of the spots that were available to these guys out of the equation, right? So if Ricochet decides to do a dive over the top rope, does that eliminate him? Yeah, there was one point where I think it was... Um, I'm trying to remember who it was. Somebody did uh, a suicide dive, but they did it through the rope. So, right. you know, that was the idea. You had If, you, if you're going to do a dive, it has to be through the ropes. Right, that's stupid. I mean, that that literally handcuffs for the best teams in the business, right? It, it was Rapongi Vice that did it, by the way. They did suicide dives through the ropes on Red Dragon. I remember that. Yes, you are correct. I do remember that spot. Again, am I being nitpicky a little bit, but it felt like it took away from the match. You got four of the best. You just came up to the best of the super juniors. <laughs> right? Now you're going to. It's like Bill Watts coming into WCW and saying, you can't jump off the top rope. Oh. Next up is Brian Pillman versus Jushin Liger. What? <laughs> why, why, why are we doing this again? It's like Vince uh, saying at, at SummerSlam, don't use the ladder as a weapon. <laughs> right, right, right. We're going to have a cage match, but don't believe. Um, it, it just, uh, it, to me, it felt like it handcuffed them a little bit. A big deal, probably not in the grand scheme of things, but I thought this match was okay. I don't think it was great. Can we talk about one of the positives? In this yes, match? I, I, I'm a positive guy. I'm a half-full kind of guy. Ricochet was in full-on Shawn Michaels from the 1995 Royal Rumble mode in this match. He you know, had... Oh, what? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this guy, you know, every time you thought that he was going to get eliminated, he did some, some of the most creative, you know... Um, uh, near fall eliminations I've ever seen. You know, just with, you know, uh, ha- having his foot just kind of hook on the rope and he's just dangling by his foot. You know, I I, I really like that stuff. And it was kind of like to me a callback from the '95 run. Well, not quite, but I, I, <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. Anyway. Yeah, I mean those, you know, hang on by the, your fingertips. You know, the the, the the new Kofi Kingston spot. Um, sure. You know, just uh, avoiding elimination in the in the rumble. Oh, I, I get it, but disappointing, man. Disappointing with the with the talent that was in that ring. Um, I, I, it 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 was first half of this match was meaningless. Second half picked up. Uh, I thought it was good, uh, not great. 
yeah, so the order of elimination here. Uh, the Young Bucks eliminated Rapongi Vice, then... Uh, Red Dragon tried to eliminate the Young Bucks, but the Super High Flyers threw them over the top. Uh, Red Dragon ran back in. They hit Chasing the Dragon on Ricochet. You know, Ricochet had a lot of close calls, almost getting eliminated. Uh, Bucks got the heat on Ricochet for a bit. Seidel comes in, cleans house. Uh, and ultimately, the Bucks hit the Meltzer driver on Seidel for the pin. Although I think that the announcers incorrectly called it the Indy Taker. It was the yeah, Meltzer driver. That is correct. A flip is, when a flip is involved, it's Meltzer. That's very important. It is important. I think so. Listen, for, for a podcast that fucks up moves left and right, <laughs> you know, we got that one, right? Yeah, we, know, we know our Meltzer driver from our Indy Taker. Thank hey, we you know very our flips. Much. Yeah, we know our flips. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so there you have it. The Young Bucks, the, for the fifth time, the uh, IWGP Junior Tag Team Champions. And also, uh, Damon, did you remember that they were also uh, two-thirds of the never-open-weight six-man <laughs> Nope, champions? totally fucking forgot that until I was like, what the fuck belts are they wearing? Well, I was like, oh, yeah, the never. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Let me ask you this. Okay. You're a big Matt Seidel ricochet guy. I am. I love them. Are you okay with this title change? Yeah, I'm fine with this. You know why? Because who gives a shit? Yeah. That's why I'm fine with it, because they've conditioned us to just, you know, whatever. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, an- another great tag team's winning it? Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. That's a shame. It, 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 could, it, could, it could be the most awesome uh, division, we'll call it, uh, in pro wrestling. That that tag, the, those four teams fighting over those tag belts, it could be great. It's it's not. It's it's because if if we're gonna bitch and moan about the booking, there there there's there's a good start, right? There's a good start. Those those meaningless tag belts that could be, you know, it could be like the U.S. tag belts back in the day with the Crockett's. Um, all right, enough of that. We've beat that horse to death. You're making a lot of Southern uh, wrestling references here today, David. I really am. Bobby Jaggers. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You're a Southern guy. You know? I'm not. I'm so not. I'm a New York guy. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Northeast guy. Yeah, I'm a definitely Northeast guy. I remember one time I went to uh, I've been to Seattle a couple times. And it was just like the first time I went, I was like, I, I, I'm not feeling it. I'm definitely an East Coast guy. I'm, out, I'm definitely an East Coast guy. I've never been to Seattle before, but it is on my list of travels. And there are four times. Um, had various degrees of fun when I was there. Um, I had to go for work at, all four times, but um, various degrees of fun. Um, Were you there when they uh, legalized a certain uh, plant? Yeah, you can say it. <laughs> <laughs> you can say it. Basil. Um, mm-hmm. no, yeah, no. Oregano. Uh, marijuana. Yes, yeah, it's legal there. So... Um, when you come into town, you you can take this kind of tram thing. Um, it's like a subway, but it's not a subway. Um, it's, it's a weed tram. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's ride the ducks. Um, you, so you you go through and you go right past this the major highway that goes into the center of Seattle. And there's advertisements and like like a like a billboard with an arrow pointing to these places where you buy weed. It's like going into like a convenience store. Um, you could buy edibles. You can buy. And you could, and and that shit is delivered. Like so, they, there's like delivery services. Like you could order it from your hotel, um, and be like, I want this kind of fucking, uh, you know, an ounce of this and these cookies and these brownies, and that's that. That yeah, it's like, is amazing. It's it is crazy because it's. I mean, it's kind of like drinking, in the sense of you can't 
you know, open containers and all. Like, you can't walk down the street with a bottle of wine. But um, you can do that in Vegas. Yeah, you can do that <laughs> on Fremont story. Street. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, you can. Um, but um, it's so like it's you smell it everywhere. It's it's literally everywhere. Um, yeah, and it's it's you just walk into places to buy this the stuff. It's crazy, and like you 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 buy it, and it's like you feel like you're doing something wrong. <laughs> you know, you're like this can't be legal, um, but it is. It absolutely one hundred percent is. Um, yeah, so Seattle is, is one of those towns. I think I'm gonna say Denver is one of those towns too. Mm-hmm. Yep, Colorado. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Seattle. Yeah, when I was there, the first time I was there, it wasn't. But then the other three times, it was, and it was it was like buying beer. You know, it was like buying a beer. Um, what a magical place, I'll tell you. See, I gotta be honest with you, I've never been a big smoker, man. I've never, I've never been. I'm not saying like, that I am either, but uh, you, yes, you are. That's what you're saying. <laughs> no, that is not what I'm saying. <laughs> um, and I've never been a big smoker. Like I just don't like smoke. Period. Right. Um, now an edible, I I could do an edible. I could do an edible, but um. Well, of course, that's no surprise. <laughs> I, 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 I'll, say, I'll eat just about anything. What? There's heroin in this pizza? <laughs> Let me dig in. <laughs> I gotta eat lunch sometime. Um, but no, you. It's uh. Yeah, I've never been a big smoke person. Um, but yeah, I went to this one convention, dude. It was all like, like I felt like the oldest guy at this convention is like a like a uh, internet marketing convention and uh. Sounds it, riveting. Was, every, actually, it, it was pretty good because they fed you. <laughs> again, <laughs> again, all roads lead to a meal. <laughs> it really does. Uh, the fucking food there was tremendous. Um, but uh, yeah, um, it, everybody, it, like everybody, just smoked. Everybody was just smelling like weed. It was pretty fucking hilarious. Actually, now that I think about it, um, everyone was out of their mind. Whacked. All right, All right so there so, you go. There's our weed talk for the yeah, day. That was our little smoke break on the podcast. You know, Matt Seidel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, that's what it reminded me. That, that's why I thought about that. Uh, anyway, uh, for the IWGP Junior uh, Junior Heavyweight Championship, uh, the champion Kushida defending against the best of the Super Juniors 23 champion, Mr. Will Ospreay from the UK. Damon, this was my second favorite match on the card, and I'm going to say that it was better than their first match. Oh, look at that. All right. Um, I, I was going to turn off the mic because I thought you were going to have some fucking venom for this for this match. Not at all. Okay. okay. You're okay with the finish? Yeah, absolutely. Really? You're surprised? I, I am. I thought you would be. I thought you'd be a madman. I was there's, surprised there's... with the finish a little bit, actually. But okay, you're okay with the finish. Yeah, because you know what, Will. I mean, Will. Will Osprey is so young, and he's only been in uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling since what April? Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, All right. I like your thought. Keep going. You know, he's only, he hasn't been in the company that long, and um, you know, he signed. I I, I guess it was a a two year contract that he signed. Well, what not a hundred percent certain on that. I'm but, um, I'm ninety nine percent. But you know this this kid still has so much time to grow and develop, and he he doesn't need to be the the junior heavyweight champion right now. I mean, now would I have been mad if they put it on him? You know, if they kind of you know struck while the iron was hot? No, that I would have been okay with that. But I'm also okay with Kushida hanging on to this belt for a while because I'm a guy that likes long, meaningful title reigns. Okay. And um, you know, I, I I like to see Kushida hang on to this belt for uh, the the foreseeable future. Actually, until maybe maybe we see a third match between him and uh, 
Will Ospreay down the line later in the year or maybe next year, and then then he can drop it to him then. But no, there there, there was no reason for Will Ospreay to uh, win the title just yet. Wow, I was I'm, I'm I'm shocked. I thought I thought for sure that you your head was exploding at the idea of Osprey uh, losing once again. Um, no 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 thoughts of uh, Will Osprey being buried. No, he was okay. he was not buried in this match. He's, Good. Uh, okay. He, you know what? It it felt to me too. Um, ironically, both matches that they had, actually, this one might have been a minute shorter. I remember that the first one was about 15 minutes. This was 14 minutes and 36 seconds. And this one, correct me if I'm, you know, if, if, if you disagree with me, uh, to let me know. Um, I thought that this one had a bit of a faster pace. It seemed like Will Ospreay did a lot more in this match. Okay. I, I could see where people like this match more. To me, I like the first one better. Okay. But that's okay. And then I'm not saying this was a bad match. I'm an, I'm I'm a four. I'm a four on this one. Um, solid low four. fours. Yeah, a solid four. Yeah, that's where that's probably where I'm where I'm putting this dog. Um, no, I, 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 I and again I was all ready to rock and roll with. Hey, we sat here on this podcast. We so let me address the people that may maybe do have a problem with it. Allow me that floor, Colin. Absolutely. All right, you jerks. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Just kidding. Um, no, here's here's. My thoughts on this. We sat here, and and there were plenty of people that bitch, moaned, complained, cried, whined about Kushida. And, again, the start stopped with Kushida and how he's not getting a serious run at this. He's not getting a serious crack at this. Well, they're all in on Kushida right now, right? They are all in. He's picking up wins against important people, right, showing that, again, we're all in on Kushida. I Love it with a capital L O V E. I love it. It 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 feels like they are backing this guy and giving him every reason to be, as we like to say, the ace of the juniors. Right? That's good. That you're is good. Exact, you're exactly right, Colin. Osprey has time to win this belt, and I really felt like this would. You know, I was okay with him winning this belt, and I really thought that that's, that's where they were going to go. They were going to strike while the iron is hot. Now, injuries. Crazy shenanigan bullshit things happen in pro wrestling all the time, right? So, on one hand, I, I am a, a bit of a fan of strike while the iron's hot. The guy's red hot. Give him the belt. Boom, boom, boom. But on the other hand, I'm with you, Colin Miller, in the sense of, Fuck yeah, let's get behind Kushida, who arguably is the wrestler of the company this year, right? I think so. You could absolutely make that argument. I'm making that argument. I'm saying argue. he is the the wrestler of the half year, if you will, for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, keep the belt on him. Got no problem with it. I had no problem with it. I was surprised by it. I will say that. No, I have no problem with it. And, again, I'm more shocked that you had no problem with it because I thought this was tailor-made for you to fucking have your head explode. Let me ask you this. Okay. You didn't like Naito losing. No. Why Why? Why are you okay with Okada? Or, excuse me, Okada winning and... I'm not okay with Okada winning. Right, right. <laughs> right but but, but I, guess, I guess why are you okay with Osprey not winning? 
Because, like I said, this guy has only been in the company for, what, a, a, a few months now. A cup of coffee still has a long, long way to go. Um, I think it's great that he won Best of the Super Juniors 23. I think that for his age, for 23 years old, my God, he's one of the most you know talented uh, junior heavyweights in the business right now. Just the level of maturity that he shows. And, um, and not only is... Uh, is he one of the best high flyers? But you know, he's he's arguably one of the best sellers in the business right now, as was demonstrated in this match again. The hand in with the arm and the, hand, and the wrist and everything, yeah. Yeah, and I like how how Kushida does that. By the way, Kushida to me is one of the best in ring psychologists uh, in the business. Um, boy, that guy. You're you're right. He is he is the ace of the uh, junior heavyweight division. Um, I, I think he's I think he's of the whole promotion right now. Of the whole promotion. Wow. Who's had a better year than Kushida? I'd have to really sit down and think long Ishii? and hard about it. Ishii? Uh, Ishii, to me, is uh, certainly a guy that you can put in that uh, in that bucket. Naito? Yep, I think Naito is another guy. And some might even argue Kenny Omega. I think he's, I think he's petered out, man. Yeah, you know. I, I, comparing to where he was in the beginning of the year to where he is now, Something's missing. Something is missing. He has lost a little bit, and we're going to get to that in a little bit. But no, I'm I'm okay with Kushida winning because Osprey, he hasn't been in New Japan for very long, and it's it's a completely different dynamic than the than than the Naito thing. Okay, all right, fair enough. Listen, I, completely I, again, different. Apples and oranges, Damon. I, I think I think you took a mature approach to this one. I like this. I like this new Colin Miller. I like this. I like it a new lot. New Colin Miller. <laughs> I like this. I like this. All right, good. All right, let's move on. Yeah, well, again, this, this was logical. Main event was not. Anyway, moving mm. on. Here we go. All right. <laughs> moving on for the for the IWGP heavyweight tag titles. We have the Gorillas of Destiny defending against the Briscoes. Now, let me just say this. I don't think anyone was, you know, <laughs> had this one on their list of man. Can't wait for this G.O.D. versus Briscoe's match at Dominion. This is going to be hot. But with that being said, I think that this this actually over-delivered. And this was probably the best match that the Gorillas of Destiny have had in New Japan since they got together. Colin Miller, we're on the same fucking page. All right, I love we're it. On, we're on the same Adam Page. We're on the same <laughs> hand, hangman. Yeah, yeah, we're on the same. We have the same noose. Let's, <laughs> we're, we're hanging people together. Hand in hand. Um, yeah, I am totally uh, agree with that in the sense of I, last week when we did our predictions, I don't, we were not excited, but here's what we did say. We said, you know, uh, the Briscoes are going to give it their all. You know, they, they, they know what they're going in the ring with, and it's not great, and they're going to do everything in their power to make it good. Will it wind up being good? Eh, probably not, right? We said that last week. This match wasn't bad. And it and and it was made to 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 that level because of the Briscoes. The Briscoes worked their fucking asses off in this match. God bless them. They really, 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 really did everything that they could to make this match watchable. You know, to make this match, it, you know, to 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 get my interest in it. And the finish. Holy shit! Are you kidding me? I couldn't believe it. I actually yelled. I I, I exclaimed uh, at this finish. Look, 
Gorillas of Destiny. <laughs> what a what a what a waste of time that has been, right? And and thank even the finish, and and Colin, you'll touch base a little bit on this more. Even the direction that they're going in, at least it's different. Am I thrilled with it? No. And, and as a matter of fact, I, I uh, not only did I pop for the finish, I laughed out loud at the idea and the prospect of this tag team challenging this other tag team for the titles. Colin, take it away. All right. So this was very shocking to me because... So Jay Briscoe hits the J-Driller on Tongaloa. And at that point, I'm like, oh, my God. The Briscoes are going to win the tag titles here. And Tongaloa kicks out of the J-Driller. So then I'm like, oh, okay, they fooled us. You know, there's going to be, you know, some bullshit is going to happen. La-da-da. But no, the Briscoes actually hit the Doomsday device. Right. And they get the pin on on Tongaloa and become the new IWGP Tag Team Champions. Now, the aftermath of this, almost immediately after the pinfall, we saw, who did we see run in but Yujiro Takahashi and Hangman Page. <laughs> Takahashi, who hasn't won a match in f- this year, I think, right? <laughs> who I've screamed at the top of my lungs. Who? How can you have a bad match with Hiroshi Tanahashi? He found a way. Uh, just an absolute horrific year. Ah, sure, we'll give him a shot at the tag belts. <laughs> yeah, what? I mean, what sense does it make for Yujiro Takahashi? I mean, th- th- that just shows you how much these tag titles mean. I mean, any any Tom, Dick, and Yujiro can get a shot at them. <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Could not believe it. Yeah, you're right. What the state of these heavyweight tag belts? But here's the thing. I'm okay with it because it's, at least it's not G.O.D. At least it's not Guns and Gallows. Uh, you know, and, and, and Makabe and Hon, Honma uh, have not, you know, they, they didn't have a, you know, a, a bang-up year as well. I'm okay with it. I, it's, it's something different. I, are these bottom feeder tag teams challenging the Briscoes? Yeah. Um, am I excited at the idea of a matchup? No. But... It's different. I couldn't believe what I was saying, though. Uh, one, the Briscoes winning. Couldn't, I, I really, no one clued me in on that one. Uh, and then the, the challenge after. Um, yeah, pretty amazing. When he, the, they hit that doomsday device, I, like I said, I, I yelped. <laughs> I, I, I was like, holy shit! He fucked, they fucking won! And then, yeah, well, and then, I, I, I thought that that was going to be broken up because, Ta, you know, Tamatanga, you know, jumps up on the apron. And whenever, uh, uh, one of the Briscoes, you know, kicked him in the face and he fell off. I'm like, no way. Yeah. No ways are, are they going to hit this. And sure enough. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, uh, th- those people who bitch and moan about how Ring of Honor is always buried on these New Japan shows. Okay. All right. The Briscoes now have the tag belts. It does feel a bit, a bit like um, the kingdom in a sense, right? It was right around this time, right, that the kingdom won. Yeah. Was it before or after? Now, did, did the kingdom win at Dontaku? I don't want to go back and who, who cares. But, yeah, um, yeah, Briscoes went in the tag belts. Those tag belts, are uh, they, they, they need a new shine on it. Hopefully the Briscoes can, can help make that happen. But, 
the first challenge is certainly not sexy at all. <laughs> well, well, even hey, though, even mean, though there is a sexy sax. I'm yeah, sure. there is a seductive sax, I'm going to say. And th- this will make it all worthwhile if the entrance music is Ujiro's entrance music that they come out to. But something tells me it's going to be that shitty Bullet Club theme. Yeah, well, let me ask you this. Okay. If Tanahashi, or excuse me, Tana, if, Takahashi, uh, Takahashi, my, my bad, <laughs> and Adam Hangman Page win these belts, what, what are your feelings? It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't either. It wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. But yeah, yeah. Oh boy, imagine them on a dome show. And, and again, it's one of those things. It's it, it, it's kind of the same deal as the uh, the junior tag titles. When 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 you ask me. Did it bother me that the Young Bucks won? You know, did it? No. It, it it's is it gonna bother me if Ujiro and Hangman Page <laughs> <laughs> win win the, the the heavyweight tag titles? No, not really. Because again, they've conditioned us to to, to not care about these tag titles. Both why of them. Does, why does Ghetto hate the tag belts? I don't why know. Does, you would you would think does. that he'd be you know big on uh, tag team wrestling and making yeah. it you know. Uh, Stomachable, <laughs> serious. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, he doesn't obviously. I wish he would just give it to somebody else. Like, just here, take care of the tag situation. I, I can't be bothered with it. I would prefer that because the state of these belts, fucking atrocious. But again, I like the Briscoes winning. I was shocked by it, and 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 they're a good tag team to have. You know, the first challenge is not exciting. All right. All right, and moving on, the seventh match of the evening for the never. Openweight Championship. We have the champion Yuji Nagata defending yeah. against Katsuyori Shibata. Now, before we even get into the match here, what a great opening uh, video package that was! You know, showing Nagata's journey to becoming never openweight champion and showing you know what this means to uh, to his career at this point in time. I loved it. Now, some thoughts. Uh, again, I've been communicating with a, a gentleman in Japan, Esbok, right, underscore. Uh, we talked about him last week, yeah. and uh, the conversation continues. Um, I know he was uh, he was loving this match. I thought this match was tremendous. The, the You know what? I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. To me, this has been feud of the year. The, the, everything has been done perfectly, with Shibata tearing through the other uh, dads, if you will, your Tenzans and your Kojimas, and even your Nakanishis to a certain degree, right? And then he comes across Nagata, who's not quite ready to lie down to Shibata. Wins the belt in a little bit of a shocker. Defends, you know, uh, this show, the tag matches that led up to this, well, during the Best of the Super Juniors. I thought this was done to perfection. Uh, to Colin, I have no problem with Yuji Nagata dropping the belt here, none whatsoever. Um, I, I, I sort of expected it to happen, even though my prediction was that Nagata was going to win. Um, I'm totally okay with it. And then at the end, with uh, the the legends, the dads, if you will, uh, paying respect to Shibata, and it almost felt like it almost felt like it was the older generation finally forgiving Shibata for his sins of of uh, again. The, Perception is reality, but walking out on the company when it was at its lowest. So this was kind of like his penance, if you will. And the uh, older gentlemen, the legends, the people who were there during that rough time, you know, finally atoning Shibata for his 
pro wrestling sins. How about that one, huh? How about that take? Yeah, that is a very good point. I didn't even think of that. And this might surprise you, but during this match, I was actually kind of hoping that oh. Yuji, Yuji Nagata would retain for unrealistic reasons. Because my, my, <laughs> my train of thought was, all right, so we'll get this never belt off Shibata. We'll wrap yep. this up. Then he goes to the G1, you know. and I was going to make mention of that, Colin. And, and take worst- it from there. Yep, the worst thing that possibly could have happened for Shibata was winning this belt back. Yes. Because that tells you exactly what New Japan feels is Shibata's pecking order. So he's going to play around with this never belt for a little bit. For a little bit. You could kiss fucking any ideas of Intercontinental Championship away for the foreseeable future. And you can kiss away that G1 win (laughs) right here and now. But seriously, though, this was a very good match. I enjoyed this. And uh, your argument for this being feud of the year thus far, uh, I kind of agree with it. I mean, I wasn't, you know, initially I wasn't so hot on this feud at the beginning, but they did a great job at building it up. And um, I love how this match started off, uh, you know, just this was just a great hard hitting match with, you know, both men exchanging kicks to the mush. And uh, I think that, that this was, um, at, at, at that point, the first time they showed Kadani uh, in the audience, and he was yeah. clapping after that exchange. Yeah. And uh, ultimately, we saw Shibata put the sleeper on Nagata, hit the penalty kick for the win, and uh, Shibata afterwards bowing to Yuji Nagata, showing him uh, tremendous respect. And um, who's, I, I always forget his name, the announcer. that loves, Yeah, he, boy, he had tears in his eyes yeah, after yeah. Shibata came back in and bowed and yeah uh, kind of looked like you after Naito losing <laughs> <laughs> I, no I didn't have tears in my eyes I no. you had rage yeah I was <sighs> go ahead talk about it. let's talk it out what'd you feel no 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 we're gonna we're, 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 we're gonna get, get to that, that later we're gonna get right. to that later but I can't uh, wait. <laughs> but yeah Katsuyori Shibata re- regaining his never open weight title and like you said you know, this is kind of an unfortunate thing for Shibata because it <laughs> yeah. shows you exactly where he is at according to the New Japan Brass. So please, you know, uh, when, when when you're doing your G1 brackets this summer, <laughs> uh, don't, you know, you can give him a, maybe he'll get some surprise wins here and there, but don't put him in the finals. Don't yeah. shoot yourself in the foot like I did last year with having AJ and Nakamura in the finals. Like, Good job, Colin Miller. I love I, I love this new Col- this this common sense Colin Colin Miller. That's your new nickname, common sense Colin Miller. Yeah, but I watch w- watch something really wacky happen now at the G one this year. He wins it. Well, yeah, like watched <laughs> uh, standing in sumo hall with the fucking trophy and we're staring at each other like what the fuck happened here? <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, the, the way this year started. Yeah, uh, never say never. Never say never, but I'm uh, never say never. Well, the never champion, I'm saying never. Um, <laughs> never. It, it ain't it ain't winning G1. Um, I will. Uh, no, I'm not going to make any wacky radio prediction things. I'll eat my hat. Um, no, I'm not going to do that. I'll eat a lot of things, Colin Miller. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I ain't eating a fucking hat. That's for sure. Um, but I have nothing to worry about because uh, Shibata's is not winning the G1. All right. Hey, uh, speaking of G1, isn't it uh, coming up the 27th, is it? Yeah, so 
So there is a Corican show on the 27th, and they are going to uh, announce the participants in the G1 Climax for this year. And um, I think at, at last year's Dominion, that's when they did it. So I, I was, <clears throat> was kind of disappointed that they didn't do it uh, at this year's show. But, uh, you know, we just have to wait until next Monday. And uh, I don't want to wait. I want to know now. I know. I know. I don't want to wait either. But, you know, at least it's something to look forward to. I know it was at Dominion because um, I was watching Dominion with uh, – anticipation because uh i thought you were gonna say because i was there well i wasn't at that one but i was going to g1 so i was like all right who's gonna be in it what are the what are the main event matches at the, you know I, I just probably had gotten my tickets a couple days beforehand in the mail so i was excited um yeah so i, I want to know i'll tell you what um no moose a little no, disappointed no moose looks like moose is uh headed to orlando yeah, the sunshine and the palm trees, right? There's a couple people that we know that are, that are spending some time there. Um, yeah, a little disappointed. I'd like to see Moose in the G1. Uh, but apparently we won't, so uh, that's that's that. Um, maybe, okay. though, just maybe we will get Mr. Adam Cole in the G1. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, I thought you were going to say Adam Page. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, they, who's that? The Hangman Page, Damon. My bad. My you can't. Bad. You can't have. You know, we have. We have too many Adams running around. We do. So that's why they had to give him the Hangman moniker because, I don't know. I guess he earned it. <laughs> I, I don't know how. But. Yeah, there's a ceremony. It was like you know he got made. You know. You know right. Good. Good fellas. Uh, I'll give you the the Hangman. Um, mm, yeah, Adam Page might be in it. Maybe. Yeah. I, don't know. You're, you're, I mean, legit. I haven't heard any. I don't know any of the Ring of Honor guys that are going to be in it. When no. I mentioned Adam Cole, though, you didn't, you know, you're, you're not too hot on that. Um, I'm okay. I mean, I, huh. I thought, I, because I, you think didn't they kind of speculate that he was going to be a junior? Did I hear that right? No, no, he's oh, he's no. going to be a heavyweight. Okay, just making sure. Um, I, I'm okay. I personally, I'd rather see Roddy Strong in it. Oh well, yeah. I mean, that, I, I I'd rather see Roddy Strong. You know. And he's, he has <laughs> contract issues. Yeah, I don't know they quite resign him. what's going on there with uh, Roddy. Yeah, they got to resign him. Um, doesn't look like Moose is going to happen. Um, well, again, Roddy again, lives in Florida. Know. That's the that's the thing there. Does he? Yeah, he lives in Florida, so it wouldn't be uh, he wouldn't he could live at home. Yeah, that'd be nice. Oh, but I'd do anything to work from home. Oh fuck, I got this interview and it's, I might be working from home. I can't wait. Okay, anyway. Um, yes, so I'll murder Roddy you. Uh, what? Nothing. You'll murder me? <laughs> that, was, that was recorded. So when I die, my wife is going to listen to this podcast, and she's going to hear those words, Colin Miller. <laughs> Good, I want her to. <laughs> I'll bury you. All right, the All semi-main right. event of the evening for the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. We have the champion, Kenny Omega, defending against Michael Elgin in the first ladder match in the 44-year history of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Mm. Well, can we, can, before we start, Colin, okay. I'd like everybody to take a moment. You know, uh, There might be some people driving in their cars right now um, listening to us, and thank you for listening. We appreciate you uh, taking us on your commute, or if you're on the subway or the underground, wherever you like to call it. Or the trolley. Or the trolley, if you will, getting some weed before you're <laughs> – if you're in Seattle listening to us while buying edibles. Um, thank you. Uh, again, I'd like everyone to just pause for a moment uh, and acknowledge that I fucking told you Michael Elgin was going to win this belt, didn't I? Didn't you did. I you that? predicted it last week. Yeah. Again, I, hand I, it tell, to you. I say things 
with the with never mind. I, I'm not going to get into this rant again. But I told you, listen to me, you people. Jesus Christ, told you. Damon's a regular Sven Jolly, <laughs> Bengali and platforms, as uh, Morrissey would say. Um, hey, I was right. So uh, good for me, right? Good. Um, what you think of the match? I thought the match was good. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things. We I I was excited about this match because I wanted to see Hiroshi Tanahashi, who many consider to be the Shawn Michaels of New Japan Pro Wrestling. I wanted to see him in a ladder match. Um, we got what we did get was a very good match with Michael Elgin. I thought both guys worked uh, very hard, and the finish was very surprising to me. Now, here's a question for you: Was this a booking change? Was 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 Hiroshi Tanahashi scheduled? To win the IC title? Don't know. Don't know. I just know that there were good things planned for Michael Elgin. I know. I did know that. Um, so, you know, you know, this, this this sounded like the good thing. And from what I understood, that was that was the good thing. So I don't know if it was a booking decision, a book on the fly kind of thing with, with Tanahashi being taken out. And they figured, all right, let's do it now. Um, I can't answer that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I knew that they were going to. Good things. I, I said it when he when he signed the contract. The good things are around the corner for Michael Elgin. So take it for what you want. Um, Colin, I really I thought you would like this match more than it sounds like. I, I really enjoyed this match. I thought they fucking went all out. Um, no, they tore down the house. And you know what? Um, the shenanigans that were involved in this match, I didn't mind them at all because they actually built up to something kind of cool. Yeah, I mean it. It did. I mean it didn't make sense as it was going on. First of all. Number one, did you know the Young Bucks tweeted underneath the ring? Did they really? Yeah, they're like, we got your back, Kenny. And they <laughs> tweeted underneath the ring. And then uh, Red Shoes yep. looks underneath the ring and finds them under the ring. I was laughing my fucking ass off at that because I did see the tweet. Um, I thought that was hilarious. Um, Before we even... Did I see the tweet? Did I... Wait a minute. Why don't I laugh at Did somebody retweet it? Or I don't know. I saw the tweet and, I, and then I saw the match. Um, I, I, you know, I didn't look at the timeline to see exactly when it occurred, but I, there's a picture of them underneath the ring. And I don't know if it happened <laughs> during the match or after the match. Some, it, it just made sense. I, I, I connected those dots. So it, that may have not happened exactly the way that I'm thinking it happened. But I saw the match, and then I saw the tweet, and I was like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. All right, oh, those boys. Those crazy young bucks. Um, so anyway, why were, why were Takahashi and Paige allowed to stay at ringside? And yeah. they kicked out the young bucks. I didn't understand that. Well, I help didn't me, help me quite with that. understand. I, I, I guess because Red uh, Red Shoes figured, ah, talk, uh, Takahashi and Paige, what are they going to do? They're b- a bunch of curtain jerkers. They're they're, <laughs> they're a bunch of bloody wankers. <laughs> wow, wow. Red Shoes has a British accent. <laughs> yes, apparently. Okay. Um, but before we even talk about the match, though, how about how about this amazing video package that yes. they showed explaining the rules? Yes. You know, in case you know you've you've never seen a ladder match before. They yeah, they didn't. Yeah, the New Japan audience didn't. So yeah, and as a, that's one thing that was great um, is the fact that all the spots that we kind of have seen since you know, you know those beginning WWE ladder matches and even in like Stampede and shit, like all of them work now. You know, so it's kind of like you know you have a new job or something and you're using the excuses. Oh, that storm that went by. There's a tree in my garage. Oh, I, I can use that excuse again <laughs> because I have a new job. Or you know what I mean? Like it's like all these things that you've seen before and you've been able to you know get away with before. You can use them again. Um, so it was fresh to them. It was new to them. You know, Elgin doing the old whirly bird spot. You know, where he has the the ladder and he's 
knocking people over, you know, spinning the, the ladder, the old Terry Funk spot. Which I always thought was kind of silly because, Damon, if you're in a match and you see some crazy guy in the middle of the ring spinning around with a ladder on his head, are you yeah. going to walk into it? Yeah, I would. I, I would rush it. Well, <laughs> I was going to say, you'd have to be a blithering idiot to walk into that. There you go. Uh, yeah, I, that, but, but here's the thing. It worked for that audience right. because it was new to them. Right. So that was the that was a benefit and a bonus. So they could do all the stuff that they know will work in this match because they never seen it before. Um, do you think I, those parking signs are always underneath the ring? <laughs> they were in English. Somebody had to bring a fucking parking sign with them to Japan. Like, I want to know who did. Like, what was that text conversation? Hey, you remember the parking sign? Yep. <laughs> have it in my bag. I got it through customs. I have no idea how. <laughs> right. If you look at the sign, it's in English. Like, where do they get a fucking parking sign? Somebody had to bring it. Oh, fucking pro wrestling. So great. It is amazing. So, man, there's there are so many big spots here that we could talk about in this match. I actually have two two pa- two uh, pages worth of wow. notes here. Go get them, Brian Alvarez. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so of course, Elgin did the helicopter spot. Um, before that, we saw Omega do a plancha on top of the ladder uh, when Elgin was trying to bring the ladder into the ring. Then he did the Terminator spot, which the crowd always gets into. And uh, yeah, the helicopter spot. Um, Elgin missed a big a big splash. Um, he was trying to splash Omega on the ladder. He missed that. Yep. Um, he hit a big sent on to the outside. Lots of high flying action from the both of them. Um, then of course we had the parking signs <laughs> that, that, that that some poor guy had to get through customs. Um, <laughs> I wonder if it was Elgin or Omega. I, I want to know who brought the parking sign. I need that. I need that answer to for me because again, it was clearly a an American parking sign. I like uh, the spot where Elgin is going to slingshot Omega into the ladder on the outside. Omega lands on his feet and goes for the moonsault, and then uh, Elgin catches him and just lawn darts him into the ladder. I thought that was really good. And uh, yeah, yeah, I that, that, like that. That, that, that is one thing I will say um, about this match, that both guys really did a good job at uh, you not, not, not only um, taking – classic quote-unquote classic ladder match spots but also really using their creativity and uh doing some interesting things that you know most it, it, that, that that wouldn't occur to uh most gentlemen in a ladder match yeah so, I, I i was gonna say the same thing Colin, in the sense of you saw the classic spots that they knew were going to work right because they're time tested we've seen them a thousand times here worked over there but they did incorporate new things and that was one right that was that was that was one uh, uh example of you know, something fresh, something new, because, again, they knew that, that, that they had an audience uh, here in the States and uh, you know, uh, Western eyes, if you will, that were, you know, looking at it. That, you know, they didn't want to see the same things over and over again. So they were they were creative in their spots. So I love the match. I thought the match was really good. I'm not a huge fan of ladder matches, but I thought they, they did very well. There is one time, uh, the one spot where uh, fucking Kenny Omega set up those two tables, right? Right. And he hit his back, and those tables did not budge. No, there was and no it, give. It was sick. Oh, I felt so bad for him because you know he was expecting a little bit of give. He hit the the tables and bounced off of them like a like a like a bouncy ball. Uh, that had to smart. Ugh. So I think it was after that that uh, Elgin set up the ladder in the middle of the ring. He's climbing it, and and at that point, I'm like, all right, who's you know. Who's going to run down? And sure enough, the Bucks come out, and they have their, their freeze spray, and they spray it in Elgin's eyes. And uh, 
so the Bucks are in the middle. They're, they're in the middle of the ramp right now, and poor Captain New Japan comes down, and he Wham. just walks right into a super kick. Yoshitatsu tries to make the save. He tries a clothesline. The Bucks Yoshi, duck. Yoshi, Yoshitatsu took fucking twenty years to get down to the goddamn ring. <laughs> they were like the Bushwhackers in the Royal Rumble. Hey. <laughs> I'm like, come the fuck on, let's go. You, Pep in the step. Hey, Yoshi. Yoshi's had to wait for him. <laughs> Yoshi Tatsu's been through a lot, man. He's been through a lot, but he took fucking a calendar to get down the ramp. Yeah, so he tries to clothesline the box, and he gets a double super kick for his troubles. And then we saw Matt Seidel come down, and, you know, it looks like he's going to try and make the save, but then he just kind of stands there and smiles and does the peace sign. And then we saw Ricochet, the other half of the super high flyers, fly over the top rope into uh, all the Bullet Club members and send them toppling to the floor. And uh, at this point, Elgin is handcuffed to uh, to the ring, yeah. by the way. He's handcuffed yeah. to the ring. I didn't like that. Like, I was I, I was eye-rolling and hand-waving. I was like, you know, you well, guys had a good fucking match, and you're going to ruin it with a fucking th- this, this stupid handcuff shit. I, 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 at this point, I was not having it. I, I hated it at first, but then there was a payoff, Damon, because, Correct. you know, Elgin's, cl- or excuse me, Omega is climbing the ladder. It looks like he's going to win. And then Michael Elgin, like like King Kong, just rips off the handcuff using his, his brute strength. The Hulk. Yes. Right. And then just topples the ladder. Omega is sent crashing to the outside. And uh, Elgin climbs to the top and retrie- excuse me, retrieves that IWGP Intercontinental title. So there you go. Big Mike, the new IC champion. That's pretty cool. I mean, I got to be honest. It is. You know he was jazzed up to learn that he was winning the belt. And um, that's pretty cool. That, 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 how about Michael Elgin? You know, from a guy who in, in Ring of Honor where, you know, he was shit upon uh, pretty hard by the fans. And, and not for nothing, some of it was rightfully so, right? Um, right. And then there was, you know, talk of him leaving the business and getting into baseball and all kinds of just craziness. And, you know, he had a rough go of it to, to see him turn it around uh, the way that he has. Um, he's got the second most important belt in New Japan. That's fucking saying something. You know, yeah. that's a that's a belt that was held by Tanahashi Nakamura, you know, it, it, MVP. Well, <laughs> right. Um, still, even with that said, um Good for him. I'm I'm I'm, ha- I'm really happy for him. Andrade I- Cien Almas. <laughs> hey, La Sombra had that belt. Yep. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people that had that fucking belt. The big big names. It's the second most important belt in the company. Bad luck, Fale. <laughs> All right. All right no, gonna- <laughs> but but this belt did headline the Tokyo Dome. You know, not for nothing. So it's an important fucking belt. It is. It's it's he's second in the company. Um, for a guy who you know at one point was even considering not doing pro wrestling anymore. Um, it's it's good good for Mike Elgin. Good, I'm very happy for him. All right, and we arrive at our main event of the evening at Osaka Joe Hall for the IWGP Heavyweight Title. We have the champion Tetsuya Naito defending against the Rainmaker Kazuchika Okada. Let me ask you something. Anytime they show a video package that uh, Okada is in, it always you always see shots of him in like. In like a palace, or like a, he, he's always in these in these settings. Like yeah. he's in like historic buildings, and there's temples. monuments. Yeah, yeah, temples. There's monuments around him. Yeah. Like I, I, I want to know where they go to shoot some of this B-roll because it's honestly they're everywhere in Tokyo. Um, 
I can't say everywhere, but there's temples all over the place, um, right, like right in the center of town, like right in where you would be like, why is there a fucking temple here? And there's a temple. Um, now, does Okada hang out there in his free time? I would. Like, they're that... beautiful structures, Colin. <laughs> I, mean, I bet they are. Yeah, and, and uh, again, uh, I think uh, a lot has to do with the, the culture. Again, I don't want to sit here and, and talk about a culture that I know nothing about, but um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're an important... Uh, I wouldn't go so far as to say they're a church, you know. It wouldn't be like Hulk Hogan hanging out at you know Roman Catholic Church. <laughs> you know, like, like I'm going to gonna get you Orndorff, and he's standing behind the Episcopalian Church. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I really want to go over very well, but again, it's, it's a, probably a, a cultural thing. And again, the, the fucking buildings are, are absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I but, can't believe I, I described a, a temple as a fucking building. <laughs> well, I, I'm a mongoloid. <laughs> We do have a lot of architects that listen to this show. Do we? I know that. Yes, we do. So you know, I I'm sure that they appreciate your uh, yeah my hot take on on architect. You know who my favorite architect is? Art Vandelay. Close, Mike Brady. <laughs> Mike, yeah, that's right. Mike Brady was an architect. Absolutely, he was. He was one of the best. Wow. See, mine's Art Vandelay. He's probably <laughs> he's he's right up there too. But anyway, uh, ma major heat for Naito even during the video package. You know, when it came on, you could hear the the chorus of boos throughout the Osaka Joe Hall. They were saying boo urns. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they were, were booing. Um, yeah, they were they were fucking giving it to him. They were giving him the business. Yeah. So um, Naito comes out and he he shakes Mister Kadani's hand. How about that? Yep, polite, right? Yep, very polite, and the crowd is firmly in the corner of Kazuchika Okada. And it seemed like it, right? Did, yeah. did, it did seem like it. I mean, you you did hear some, you know, there were there were Naito uh, signs. You know, you saw that 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 light up Naito sign in the audience, and you did see some Los Ingobernables de Japón gear in the audience. But for the most part, you know, solid. Uh, Okada crowd, which you know is no surprise in Osaka, and oh, I I, I did like how in the uh, in the video package they showed the disrespect that Naito maybe undeservedly got from that Osaka audience in the past. Well, there was a, a an infamous interview where you know Naito brought it on himself in the sense of the next time you see me, you're going I'm going to be the IWGP Heavyweight Champion or something along those lines. And if that doesn't happen, you can boo me. And that's you know that from, that's really where that that started. So it turned into of oh, okay, well you're not the champion, we're gonna boo you. And then it turned into a little bit more of a I don't want to say a deep rooted hatred, but yeah, they for whatever reason that building was not you know that that city that's that's not a Naito tale, <laughs> uh, and they let him hear it, and I and I love it. I think it's great. Um, what you think of the match? You you you're, you're giving this a match of the year contender? Oh, absolutely! How could how could this not be in uh, our list of uh, match of the year nominees? You know, well, how many stars? I'm going to give this one four and a half stars. Yeah, I'm probably in there. Yeah, maybe a little bit lower. Four and a quarter, perhaps. <laughs> Yeah, I'll probably go four and a half with this. Yeah, I think this, is, this is this is this was a really good match. Um, hey, look, anytime a match makes me you know jump out of my seat or or grimace or you know scream, or <laughs> grimace, get it? <laughs> I get it. I get it. Very good. 
yeah, any 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 time a match you know uh, evokes that type of emotional response from me, it, it's safe to say it's at least a four star match. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think I think we're we're definitely in the fours. You can give it the half star, the quarter, whatever the fuck you people want to do. Um, uh, I'm in the fours. The finish. I like the finish. I like the finish. I like I like the ex- exclamation point. I like the I and I tweeted this out. I'm going to miss those pressers. I'm going to miss the, where he came out in the, this press conference for this match. You, you saw the gif, right? Yeah. Where he Beautiful. comes out. Yeah, comes out. He, the belt is on display. He knocks the belt over, puts a, you know, the Los Ingobernables hat in its place, and the belt is just lying there on the table. That Listen, he's been great. I'm not going to lie. I've, I've enjoyed his shtick. I, I definitely have. I don't have a problem with the title change, and I know that people are going batshit crazy online for a lot. I of haven't even looked online yet. I like I, I I literally just got done watching the show before we uh, hopped on here to record. Yeah, yeah, because I wanted to get your fire. I wanted to get your venom. So I'm sure I'm not the only one that is just you know a little a, a little bit uh, hmm. a little down. Yeah, well, a little we got, down. We got tweeted. We got um. Let me uh, let me fire up the Twitter box. Why don't I? Well, and then. Uh, why don't you talk a little bit about this match and uh, what, what, what we saw, some highlights, if you will. Well, first of all, one thing that I did like was right before the bell rings, Okada says, hey, I want to go one-on-one with you. One-on-one, just you and me, mano y mano. And sure enough, Naito goes over to his boys, to uh, Sonata and Bushi and Evil, and says, hey, you know, you can, I got this, guys. You guys can head to the back. And they walk to the back, and at this point, I'm like, all right, yeah, here it is. This is the story that's unfolding. This is it. You know, this is so obvious. Naito is going to beat Okada in the middle of the ring in Osaka, Joe Hall, in a city that has notoriously shat on him. <laughs> and as tense of shit, right? Exactly. And okay. he's he's gonna beat Okada with the Destino one, two, three, and Okada is gonna be lying there, just a broken, uh, shattered shell of his former self. But <clears throat> excuse me, that is not what we got here. But man, this this was a great match, though. You know, despite the fact that I'm a little bit a uh, little little angry about the finish, we saw some great stuff in here. How about? The, the spots where uh, Naito, he's at the top of the ramp and he just he sprints and does that missile drop kick to Okada. Yeah, I thought Bru- that was be- great. Brutal, yeah, beautiful and brutal. Well, listen, there, I'm looking online. We and we have some mentions here, um, some uh, people who are probably just as upset. I know this guy is a, is a pretty big Naito fan. He's one of our followers and listeners uh, at K Cut Two One Five. I'll read this off here. I'm not. Uh, posting spoilers, but suffice to say, oh, he's having a Damon level meltdown. Oh, whatever that means. I was having a Damon level meltdown. You certainly were over some of these results, and I'm assuming that's one of them. Um, I also have a uh, well. I'll, I'll wait till the end of the show. I have to make a special shout out. So when uh, when when it's time for you to give me the, the final thoughts, uh, I'll give a special shout out. Um, but yeah, and listen, it's out there, Colin. If you take if you take a look at the at the, your uh, our timeline here. You'll see uh, a lot of people that are, you know, less less than happy with the, the finish of Naito uh, losing the title here tonight. But I thought the match was great. I thought it was very good. We're in the fours. Um, I think you can have a conversation and have this in uh, match of the year contention for New Japan. It's going to be tough. 
it's going to be tough. It's just, it'll it'll get in, but it's it's going to be tough. It's not it's not breaking out of the uh, the the dome shows. I don't think it's breaking out of Naito Ishii. I don't think it's breaking out of uh, Osprey Ricochet. Um, I think it's going to be those those are the matches that are going to be tough to beat. But this you you could definitely have a conversation and have this match in it. I thought it was that good. So I'm going to just kind of go over the closing moments of this match. Naito tried to do a Destino, but Okada blocked it and turned it into a tombstone pile driver. Yeah, consistently and constantly was one step ahead of that. That was one thing I definitely have a note on. Uh, The the pile driver, the stuff pile driver he hit, and then he hit something else. Uh, But he always had a counter for that, so that's something to note. Good. Then Okada hits like a German suplex, and then Naito goes for the Destino again. And uh, turns that into like a kind of like a front rolling cradle. There was a near fall, and Okada kicks out of that, and uh, eventually hits the three rainmakers there. When he kicked out of the one, I I was shocked. When he hit the one rainmaker, I, I lit, you know again I talked about it earlier. You kind of sit back in your chair and you're like, oh, okay, well that's that. I, I I literally went for my phone. I, I went to the phone because I was like, all right, well, let's see what everybody's thinking about this match. And I, now that I finally watched it, um, and it, and, and it kicked out. I was like, what the fuck? It kicked out. Um, and again, not many people are doing that. So uh, I, I breathed a sigh good. of relief when he kicked out of that rainmaker. I was yeah. I was ready to just go ballistic, and eventually I did go ballistic. But <laughs> did you jump out of your chair when he kicked out? I I I, I screamed when he kicked out. I was like, yes. Yes, I you know I, I do this thing where I have my fist in the air. I'm like, yeah, yeah, all right. You're, pump, you're pumping the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm pumping the air. You know, okay. I'm pumping the air when Naito kicks out of uh, the Rainmaker, and yeah, boy, I I, I I I will say this. I'm glad at the very least that we saw zero shenanigans in this match. It didn't turn out the way I thought it was going to, with you know Naito winning as clean as a sheet. But there were zero shenanigans. We saw a fair, you know, uh, serious one-on-one contest with no miss, no right. sickles, no yep. no baseball bats, none of that horseshit. Yep. And it was it was a great wrestling match. I'm absolutely going to go back and watch it again now that I've had some time to, you know, calm down a little bit and think about, you know, uh, where this is going in the grand scheme of things. Which better not be Okada winning the G1 because then. This was all for nothing. Well, you know what Kayfabe Damon says. <laughs> What's that? Oh, obviously, Okada is better than Naito. <laughs> well, y- yeah, yeah. Obviously, Na- Na- Naito proved that he is not better than Okada because he couldn't he couldn't beat him without yeah. uh, Los Ingobernobles. That's right. No, I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. right. You're right. Okada is better than Naito. There we go. Kayfabe Damon for you. All right. Very yeah. good. Um. Yeah. Okay. Listen. My yeah. monitor went out. <laughs> Look, I know you're you're upset with this one. I know this one's tough to swallow. It's going to take me a while to get over. Okay, I, I have faith that you will. Thoughts and prayers coming your way. Um, but I think that you, uh, I think with a little bit of a uh, little time on your side, and a little bit, you're going to see the light. You're going to be like, all right, this is this is actually for the best. What happened here tonight was for the best. Well, that remains to be seen. Yeah, again, again, a little hot. When we a couple months, a couple months later, you're gonna be like, ah, now I see it. Now I see it. That ghetto, he he better have something up his sleeve. He always does. He's sneaky. He always does. 
you know, may- maybe one of the things that he has that he has up his sleeve. You know, we saw some uh, some videos of uh, Daniel Bryan doing some Olympic. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ! Maybe, maybe next 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 Monday when these G one uh, participants right? are announced. Ahead, let's do it because I can't wait to get the fucking boots laid to us on Twitter. Go ahead, give me the whole scenario: <laughs> the fucking flight of the Valkyries. What is it? Uh, yep, yep, yep. Flight of the Valkyries, and okay. you know the all of Cork and Hall going. Clown yes, Hall. yes, yeah, yeah. yes. Is Brie Bella coming with him? <laughs> maybe, maybe she could be like a a, a Maria like yeah. character. Be great. Oh, <laughs> you got it all mapped out. Yep. He's won the G one, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay. Daniel Bryan wins the G one. Right. You know, goes and to then, the, and then AJ comes down from the Tokyo Dome. <laughs> Shawn Michaels like in a big pulley, right? <laughs> yeah. Is that goes in the ring, challenges him. Okay, I got it all mapped out. Yep, right. yep. <laughs> and then Sting comes down from the rafters. Wow, everybody's coming down from the rafters, huh? <laughs> all right, this is this is a great Tokyo Dome. I can't wait to go to Tokyo. They all they close the show where there's sexy boys being played. No, nope, Shawn Michaels never comes out. The boyhood dream <laughs> has come true. Oh, this is going to be the best Wrestle Kingdom ever. Wow, you're you're the best, Miller. All right. Uh, so that's that, right? Thumbs up on the show, right? Absolutely. Thumbs up on the show. And, uh, you know, for what it's worth, Dominion is always one of my favorite shows. To me, it's the, the third biggest show of the year. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be looking at this one at the end of the year as um, one of the nominees, probably, for, you know, show of the year. So uh, give us your thoughts on Facebook and Twitter. We always love when you guys interact with us, of course, at Purocast on Twitter Facebook.com slash New Japan Purocast. And, of course, you can find links to all that at NewJapanPurocast.com, Facebook, Twitter, our iTunes feed, our Stitcher feed. It is all there. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be back next week to talk about the participants. They're going to be announced at Corican Hall Monday the 27th for the G1 Climax 26. This is going to be a busy time of the year for us, Damon. G1 is always a a lack of sleep. You know, it is a you, you put your body through torture to stay up for these shows because a lot of them you want to see live, or you're kind of sneak watching them at work, or you're on your mobile device. Uh, but everybody's in. You know, there's there's you, you know a show just about every other night, and uh, usually there's something meaty and tasty on these G1. So uh, I'm looking definitely forward to it um so we got a show next week what's what, what's the date next week are we going to be enough time are we going to be able to talk about those those uh participants let me look at my calendar well here's the thing all right next this show is on monday the 27th and our shows usually drop on a sunday right so we're fucked <laughs> right <laughs> yes. am i correct yes essentially we are fucked early. yeah we're a day early right so we usually we record on the 26th if they're going to announce on the 27th, that'll be the next one. So I don't know what the fuck we're going to talk about on the 26th, to be honest with you, but we'll figure it out. Maybe we do Maybe we do this. 26th, and again, this is going to be, we don't need, if you want to chime in, by all means, but it's not going to be an official tally or anything like that. This is a live production meeting, by the way. Yeah, we're, yeah. Maybe, we, maybe we talk about, you know, we talked a little bit about it. We're at the halfway point of the calendar year. Maybe we have some halfway point awards, right? You know, nothing official, nothing like we do at, uh, at year end when uh, we have uh, our, our listeners chime in. Um, and again, feel free to chime in on the Twitter or on the Facebook or wherever you feel the need to chime in. But um, maybe me and you, Colin, we talk a little bit about halfway point. We're at the halfway point of years, the highs, the lows, a little review, uh, you know, 
wrestlers of the year, tag teams of the years, and that kind of stuff. Maybe we get into that next week. Absolutely. And mind you, nobody's, nobody's going to be voting on this. These aren't official awards. That comes right. that comes in uh, at the end of December of this year. But yeah, we can certainly talk about how, uh, now that the year is, you know, we're at the halfway point, we can talk about the, the highs and the lows and uh, who has shown the most in uh, New Japan this yeah. year. Maybe if you maybe if Colin has some time, he can do like a best of show. We can edit like all kinds of great clips, right? That yeah, that won't take you more than five minutes, right, Colin? Oh sure, I can just throw that together in my spare time, Damon. There you go. See, God knows I don't work forty hours a week. You don't, do you? <laughs> yes, I do. Okay, all right. What do you assume that? What do you think no, I am? I mean, some sort I, of a. No, I'm just saying, like you know, you, 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 I'm sure you got some free time at work, right? They won't mind if you whip out the old. Uh, Final, not Final Cut. What do you, what do you edit the shit on? Adobe. Adobe. Adobe Audition. Audition, that's what it is. My bad. Uh, you know, if you busted out the laptop, said, listen, I know I got this this project I'm working on here at work, but I, I, I got the PureCast. We got, you know, I'm working on the production piece here. Well, the PureCast is my number one priority. It sure is. That's what I like to hear. All right. Well, uh, are we done? Yeah, I think that about wraps it up for today. And, uh, you know, once again, great show. I'm looking forward to uh, going on the Twitter machine and on Facebook and seeing your guys' thoughts on the show. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back here next Sunday to kind of uh, do our little half-point uh, middle-of-the-year review and give our thoughts on that. And you can certainly, you know, once again, hit us up on Twitter, hit us up on Facebook, let us know your thoughts. And uh, if you have any other questions for us as well, maybe we can get into a little... Uh, Q&A here next wow. week on the show. We're, we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel for ideas. <laughs> nah, wait, are you kidding show me? To fill here. Are you kidding me? It's going to be a fun show. All right. Well, you'll, you'll figure that out on Twitter, Twitter and uh, we'll get everybody involved. Um, I do have a final thought. So um, there was a, a rant that we went on on the classic board about how people with spoilers, right? They talked about, oh, you guys spoiled the show for me. And I, I don't, ugh drives me batty like you're going to go online you know if not seeing the show you're going to go to a, a japanese wrestling board right i think people are going to talk about the fucking show you dimwits um so i called somebody uh, a, a special name colin and uh, um if you don't mind i'm going to share that with our audience right now because i have a special request uh because it went over so well on the board that name is a jizz waffle um so uh if you, in conversation, come across a, a character or a person that uh, you, you feel that is uh, not up to your standards, feel free to call them. And again, I'm opening it up to everyone. A jizz waffle. That's where I'll end my spot here today on the PureCast. And <laughs> I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if I can. Uh, I was going to actually say one thing, not not necessarily in defense, but here's the thing. Oh, Some, of, of what spoilers? No, 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 no. So, sometimes. Sometimes when there is a New Japan show, you know, and you're just waking up in the morning and, you know, you you forget and you just go to Facebook to check something. And the first thing, the very first thing at the top of the feed, and this has happened to me before, is a big New Japan spoiler. And who's, Well, whose fault is that? Well, ultimately, it's, you know, your own fault since you... Yes. Open, yeah, but... but you know, you're not supposed to open up. Here's what I do sometimes. Actually, I have a solution for everyone. Sometimes I'll go on Facebook, you know, on the on the day of a show. I think I did it today, actually. And I'll put my hand over the screen 
Okay. And I'll kind of like spread my fingers a little bit, and if there's anything that's you know is sounds hot. <laughs> if there's anything that is even remotely related to wrestling, I just all right, I'm out of there. I can't. I don't want to know. Colin, do you know what I did today? So I woke up at in the morning to to watch this show. I had my phone and I put it in a drawer. Like I didn't no texts, no no tweets, no Facebook, no nothing. I, I'm watching the show. And I'm going to get spoiled. Somebody's going to text me something. Hey, what did you think of Elgin winning the belt? Or, uh, you know, it's, it's bound to fucking happen. And I don't expect anyone to curtail what, talking about a show that was live uh, hours ago. And, I, and I'm too lazy to get my fucking ass out of bed. I chose that. That's my well, I don't choice. think laziness has anything to do with it. I think so. No, and you it, want to wake up at a decent hour on the weekend. You know, I, I do. But, but, but the option is there for me to wake up. And get out of bed and watch the show. That option is fucking there. It is on you to decide, okay, I'm going to wake up or I'm not going to wake up. I chose not to wake up. I want to sleep in. Sunday, I'm a lazy fuck. So guess what? That phone went in the drawer. That's that. I don't care if someone died. I don't care. I don't care what. I don't care. Because I, if I pick up that phone, I'm going to open it up and I'm going to see something that I don't want to see if I want to remain spoiler free. That is my responsibility, not anyone else's. That's it. We're all going to Tokyo. We're all moving to Tokyo. We have okay. to move to Japan. We, we... I don't know how that solves everything. How? Do, but, uh, but I'm Because then we'll be watching the shows live uh, and there's no excuse. Well, you can watch the shows live here. Yeah, but... All right, we're going to wrap this up for today, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I can't continue with this conversation. Uh, once again, you know, thank you for all of your support, all of your reviews. You know, keep those keep those five star reviews coming in on the old iTunes, and we are also on the Great Voices of Wrestling podcasting network, which you can listen to us on there every Monday afternoon. Usually, those are uh, that's usually when they upload the show there. And uh, yeah, lots of other great uh, podcasts for any uh, any taste that you have uh, in your in your palate for uh, professional wrestling. They have something for everyone. So, that they do, and they do a swell job of it. On that note, we'll be back here next week, same time, uh, for Damon McDonald. My name is Colin Miller. We'll catch you guys down the road later. There is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and and me, Matt Kuhn, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.